0: Gotham, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and P. D. when we speak up, get some geeks up, cause you know you're about to get geeks up, so sit back, relax, and get comfy, lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten, coming straight out of Gotham. Gotham.
1: DC Universe. Welcome to another episode of Gotham. Oh, geez, I did it again. (laughs) Episode straight out of Gotham. Episode 50, part two, uh, (laughs) or redo. Uh, uh, We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network hosted by Batman on Film. Make sure you check out all the other great shows on the network by heading on over to BatmanPodcastNetwork.com. There is literally a buffet of fanboy entertainment waiting your ears. I'm your co-host from the other side of the Hudson River, senior contributor to Batman on Film. I am Peter Rivera, and today we're recording on September 17th, 2021. As always, I have a great show for you today, but before I get into the good stuff, I'd like to remind you all of our faithful listeners If you take the time to rate and review our show On iTunes or Apple Podcasts We will uh, possibly send you a prize pack Because you entered in our monthly contest So you got to be in it to win it Make sure you do that Now let me introduce you to my partner in crime The defending Cedar Point Lumberjack Champion A fellow Batman on Film contributor Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Eric Holzman (sighs) Hello Pete, how are you? How you doing there champ? I'm okay, sore from all the. How's the shoulder?
0: Yes, um, well, both of them are kind of sore now. But Did your switch hit? Yeah, <laughs> that lump of cut, chopping wood man is not easy to do. Okay, no, it's,
1: it's I, not I, easy, and it's I've tried it's, it before. <laughs>
0: it's, not, it's not as easy as it looks. And when you're being timed, and then you have to face somebody, it's even harder. So, but it's the time of year for it. It's the fall, and that's when we do this stuff. The fall is when we do Did all. Did you wear of, flannel? Not in this because it's like You're it's still black
1: kind of, lumberjack.
0: It's still a little warm, so no, no flannel mm-hmm. yet. You kind of just wear a short sleeve shirt and show off the guns if you have them. Um, Which you do? Minor suspects. You've been so, you've been working out. <laughs> I have been working out. Yes, so the guns are coming back. I guess. Uh, if it's, I'm doing the opposite. They say sun's out, guns out. I guess I'm doing it the other way because we're going into shirt and sweater wearing season.
1: <laughs> Snow's so, out, guns out.
0: Right? Yeah. So we'll go the other way. So uh, yeah, but it's been, I like this time of year. Yeah. Um, it's my fall, fall is my favorite season, so it's a it's a good one. Yeah, you know, for me, especially, I'm a big football fan, so football starts and baseball. You have the chips out, chips out their
1: pumpkin head beer. That's one of my favorite seasonal beers. Exactly, pumpkin beers out now and pumpkin everything. If you like pumpkin, I know Reno's been up on the pumpkin spice lattes.
0: Yes, he was. He was very early. like they started earlier and earlier, and I try and wait until at least September, the beginning of September, to say, okay, I'll have something pumpkin now.
1: I think in Canada, fall starts in all. <laughs> might be a little cooler up there so it's possible. It's very possible. Reno was very concerned. It's it's been a while since the last time we did a show. He thought Reno thought we broke up. <laughs> well, it's
0: weird. I saw that post. Uh he did have the milk carton and it was very very clever. Um, so good job. No. Uh we this as Pete said, this is a redo of episode 50. Our our original episode 50 had a contributor or not a contributor, but a fan. Um his name is Eric Carter. He also is the re- most recent winner of our contest, so congratulations mm-hmm. to him. But uh, he, we recorded, and during the recording, I noticed there was a little, little bit of latency in his coming from his side i should have stopped the recording i didn't all you
1: gamers out there it's called lag yeah
0: (laughs) so i didn't it's my fault and i tried to save the recording i worked on it for a while it just i couldn't get it to line up perfectly enough so that it sounded like we were talking in a normal conversational format so then we decided to re-record and then pete's been working a little bit more so we've been trying to work around our schedules and we finally got the time now to record. And
1: if you know, if you listen to the Batman Book Club, all complaints get emailed to uh, finale33 at com. <laughs> so, you know, that doesn't change. If you've got an issue, just make sure Eric knows about it.
0: <laughs> yes, I am the holder of the Zencaster that we use to record. So any problems, they always get directed to me. So it's just shoot them byway, way and I'll try and work them out on my end. But yeah, so that's why we haven't recorded in a while, guys. Um, everything's fine. We're not... We don't hate each other, and everything's not, fine. Well, we do. We just not publicly. We have there's words a, from there's, time there's to
1: time. There's no Yoko. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> no, no.
0: Just like any co- uh, collaboration, we have words at times, but it's never nothing that's gonna is that serious so it's no no big deal but we're back uh so we're doing episode 50 now eric could not join us again this time so hopefully we get him on again another time to help um to give his insight because he had some really good things to say on the other one he was very appreciative of us and he spoke of us very nicely so it would have been nice for you guys to hear that (laughs) we just we just got to get eric back on the show yeah we just got to get him back on so we'll do that eventually and we'll get him back but as always we have a action-packed jam-packed show for you guys uh i'm trying to think if we have any other housekeeping to do i don't think so so i think that's about it so we'll get started with the rundown um and like i said we have a bunch of cool topics to discuss with you and we're gonna start with we have a new suit for aquaman um, Jason Momoa recently on his Instagram account mm-hmm. released a picture, two pictures from the the set of Aquaman.
1: What's it thrown? K- uh, Aquaman two, K- as far as I kingdom concerned. <laughs>
0: Kingdom Come, I think
1: not. Kingdom, I don't know. <laughs> Aquaman two,
0: Aquaman two. Yeah, he released two photos, and one was the orange and green one, the the famous one, and the other one Is was it orange. You look more gold in this movie,
1: right? Uh,
0: well, it looked orange in the first one.
1: <laughs> I, would I know that.
0: You. Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. Yes, uh, that's it. Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, so he has the original one with, with the, um, like I said, the original suit. The traditional, and then, traditional yeah, Aquaman Yeah, the traditional Aquaman suit. And then a different one, which is blue and kind of copper. And apparently this costume was made popular in 1986 when there was a miniseries. Um, mm-hmm. Neil, Neil Posner did it
1: illustrated by um uh craig hamilton
0: yes and there was a the story is that aquaman and Mira were living in florida they got called to atlanta atlantis to deal with a violent and mystical conflict and basically this suit is was for him to come be better camouflaged in the water so like people couldn't see him and stuff in the water so if you guys haven't seen the picture you could check it out but pete what do you think of the Blue I'm suit. A,
1: I'm a huge fan of the Aquaman blue suit. I, I own volume two of Aquaman. It's only four issues. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. I really dig it. And uh, I remember as I was always intrigued because it, it, it's kind of hard to track down. There's not a whole lot of Aquaman stuff out there on the secondary market because a lot of people hold it near and dear to their hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, so the older Aquaman stuff is hard to find. So ju- ju- and just the fact that this is like blue and wavy is very interesting to me. So like I've always been a fan of it. Uh, I'm... And it appeared, it obviously Aquaman volume two, it appeared in two issues of Peter David's Aquaman, which I believe is Aquaman volume five issues 13 and 14. Uh, it was worn by the antagonist, uh, Th- uh, Thanatos. I don't know how to say it's T-H-A-N-A-T-O-S. He's the antagonist. Mm-hmm. It recently just appeared in Aquaman's 80th anniversary issue in a story by my, my favorite, one of my favorite writers now, Stephanie Phillips. So it's kind of made a little bit of a comeback, but I'm just, I'm pumped for it. I think it's really cool. I know it's probably an action figure driven thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, They do do say it's for stealth reasons and it does kind of fit in with the origin of suit. But like, I just like, again, I, I'm glad they took the time to say, this is what it does. It's not not like it's the black suit in in Zack Snyder's (laughs) Justice League, which just appears in nowhere. And, you know, it it may have more in line with uh, Wonder Woman's Eagle armor in 84, um, where it just kind of, you know, brief, brief explanation and it's there, <laughs> but, um, I am happy there's a reason for it and I'm happy it's finally getting, uh, the live action treatment, you know, um, we're just getting a, a, you know, the fact that, you know, Aquaman's getting a sequel is still amazing in its own right. And the fact that they're putting him in the blue suit for how, however long he's in the movie, uh, you know, that suits in the movie, it, it's, it's all cool to me. Like I, I look forward to getting the action figure. Uh, I love you know I love me some Momoa shirt right. shirt or no shirt so you know just bring it on I, I can't wait uh, I'm just I'm pumped for this movie and uh, to be honest I'm even more excited because I just watched Malignant like two days ago with my brother and dude wow that was nuts like I was like James Wan you are a freaking genius bro so uh, I'm just uh, you know I hope to God uh, you know um, Juan stays in I know he says this is his last Aquaman film but you know shout out to Nico Caruso like after watching Malignant I want Juan to direct a, a Dead Man movie so you know I just- well I hope
0: um, I have to see that I haven't watched it yet but it's on HBO Max so maybe I'll give it a, a watch later myself um, to watch Malignant I remember seeing the trailer though and I, I did like what I saw so do you think that because they're using the suit he will pull from those storylines that you mentioned
1: anything from those storylines for the film uh I, I'm not sure because I don't really know the whole premise of what Aquaman 2 is about. Right. So, I have to like – they haven't really told us a whole lot really. Um, You're right. So, I'm waiting for a trailer and then I guess we'll compare and we'll see. But, um, you know, I, I, that stuff's just to be determined.
0: And I wonder if it's going to be a separate suit or if it will be like some kind of tech where it just changes – I don't know. It's obviously a separate suit where he's wearing it here, so there's two separate ones. But I'm just wondering how they're going to I'm wondering how they're going to do it. All right. So moving right along, we got a, another little bit of information about another film that's coming out at the end of the year and then a little bit about a film that's coming out beginning of next year. I'm talking about uh Sp- Spider-Man No Way Home and then Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which is coming out in 2022. Mm-hmm. So there was an article in Variety featuring Benedict Cumberbatch, and he talked about a bunch of different things. But one of the things he talked about was Spider-Man. And we had seen, obviously, which we're going to talk about later, the trailer. We saw the trailer came out for it. So we're going to talk about the trailer a little bit later. Um, so we saw, we've seen a little bit now of what he his role is in the film but the article focuses not only on spider-man but other things he's doing he's been he's got he a very buzz. busy
1: man this year
0: four yeah, movies he's, yes four movies got oscar buzz for some of them um so he's very very busy and very getting a lot of lot of um accolades but being this is a show that we you know comic based show we're going we to talk about spider-man no way home and he says he believes it's the most ambitious standalone superhero fi- superhero film ever made and then said, of course, until Doctor Strange 2 comes out. <laughs> so, <laughs> knowing that, Pete, and knowing what we've seen now at the trailer, like, you don't have to get into the trailer, but you can just put this formula mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. your, to your answer. Um, what do you think about him saying that, that kind
1: of a comment? That's a very strong comment. It's it's bold, man, because it's, you know, Spider-Man No Way Home looks like the most ambitious comic movie we've ever seen, right? Like, I mean you could you could even make the game We, we you can make the argument we saw that in an end game right mm-hmm. but like Spider-Man seems to kind of even take destructing the multiverse even further um it's it's impressive because I'm like man like what is cuz as someone who isn't a big fan of the first Doctor Strange movie really I I'm I'm really interested and I've really warmed up to this whole Spider-Man Doctor Strange movie in No Way Home I'm interested to see what they want to do And a lot of my interest in, in multiverse of madness comes from Sam Raimi and he's a horror director. And I'm like, I was like, this seems really perfect for the mystical elements of Dr. Strange. So, I mean, I think it's cool. I'm, I'm really excited and I'm really interested. And uh, as time goes on, I'm, I'm finding myself really getting really hyped for Spider-Man. No way home. and then this will lead right into it. I think they're the next two MCU films, if I'm not mistaken. They are. So, you know, <laughs> you could almost look at them as a part one and a part two, because there's always rumors. Everyone always is, is everyone's, you know, thinking that uh, Toby's going to show up in one of these two movies, right? With you know, with the Raimi attachment and stuff. So, I mean, that, as far as I know, that's all fan speculation, but that's the best part. But, you know, the fact that, you know, he's all about like saying, you know, this movie's better than the last one, and it's kind of like <laughs> I give. He's got a lot of balls, man, and uh, I I really hope he's right because if they can just keep topping themselves, then like we win as fans. So like I just I'm all for it. Right when he was cast as Doctor Strange, it was one of those times I was like, yeah, that's a very very good choice.
0: Like he fits the look of the character. Yep. He's very much great actor. Right, he's a great actor. So that was when he first. And I liked the first film a lot. I didn't the first time I watched it, but upon watches afterwards i've really really grown to love the
1: film i've got to give it another viewing i haven't seen it since theaters so like i i do need to give it a rewatch before so i don't
0: the end where people complain i agree with Dormamu is not the the way they did that i didn't love that that wasn't the
1: greatest thing that's but- not my complaint at all it's just that, that whole like just magic carpet jacket <laughs> cape thing really bothered me the whole aladdin aspect so. have you seen what if have you seen What If yet? I like that What If more than I like the movie. I thought that What If episode was fantastic. My favorite What If is still the Captain Carter episode, but I think the best one—I'm a week behind—but the best one from what I've seen is uh, Doctor Strange. Is the Doctor right. Strange one? I think that's the yeah. best one overall. Yeah. Yeah, there's a the the one after that. I haven't watched this week's, but the zombies, one after I watched that. Watch zombies.
0: Yeah, you watch zombies. I did. I did. Yeah, Pretty so good. you saw the the cape the flying cape there too was in that one yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the flying cape is a has a has a very very um defined role now in this universe it seems like
1: but um uh, more defined than uncle ben
0: yeah but that's another piece
1: new, of news we got so yeah you know i'm glad uncle ben finally got a name drop in in, in an alternate universe <laughs> in a cartoon <laughs> yeah but hey he's it there it happened it happened it happened, so there He's you go. no longer now, just initials on a suitcase.
0: Yep, no longer just initials on the briefcase or whatever that was. It's, it's officially he
1: was there. So I don't know if they did that on purpose to appease people or whatever. But I think Feige did it to make me mad. <laughs> yeah, you know, me and Kev go way back, so I just uh.
0: <laughs> so I don't know, but yeah, this comment when I read it, I was like, okay, um, I agree with him. Obviously, with all the information we've heard about No Way Home um and then again seeing the trailer which I, again we'll break down later um it definitely does lend that lend to what he's saying like yeah it definitely seemed like this is going to be something that's crazy and outrageous and um we're all going to be floored by uh and as we know with DC too them doing multiverse stuff like i feel like this is going to be now yeah. the the year Truncated, but I guess fiscal year of the the multiverse. And well, they've I'm-
1: both been dabbling in the multiverse for a long right. time. The Flash on the CW has been involved. Their crossover episodes. They had a sp- they had a specific crossover called Elseworlds. The MCU now is is really with, with uh, Endgame and Infinity yep. War. Really took they took that leap forward, and now What If. So it's, this is no longer like a fanboy thing. This is, this is it like the, you know, like there, no one is really concerned anymore about the GA getting confused. In fact, the GA may just be, uh, you know, uh, vanishing altogether and we're just going to be one big audience. I'm serious because it's, they're being so exposed to everything that we've known for so long now that, you know, w- you know, and I know the cruisers are going to be fond of this cause they hate the general term, the general audience term. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be fascinating to watch and just see how everyone adapts to, you know, because we're gonna get four Batman we're getting three Batmans, yeah, <laughs> you know, like it, it's pretty crazy. Never never did I think we'd get to this point in comic book movies, um, because you know, and I'm I'm a guy who likes my solo films, so like team ups aren't my thing, and you know, but like you know, as long as the movie is entertaining and I'm into it, like, all right, go on and do it.
0: Yeah, I'm. I mean. Like I said, I just like good movies no matter how they're told. So, And with this content, uh, all the content we're getting, the multiverse stuff, it's going to bring different eyes to it because it's different now. Like they're doing something. They're not just telling a straight linear story. They're doing something that's different and strange. So we'll see what happens in Doctor Strange too as well. When he said that part, now I'm even more interested. Like, okay, if No Way Home is going to be this crazy movie, what are they doing in the Multiverse of Madness? It's it's
1: interesting because they put Multiverse right in the name of the movie. Yep. And you're kind of wondering, like, with everything we've been teased about No Way Home, why didn't they find a way to put that in that movie? And it's, it's so I'm just curious. Like, we'll find out everything soon enough. But I like the speculating game. Yeah, me too. Like that, it opens just a lot of possibilities in your mind of what you, what Marvel
0: hasn't done yet, where they could possibly go with the characters. Um, what's the future for Spider-Man after this? Again, the, as far as we know, this was the last film that that Sony was loaning. Um, Tom Holland, and Spider-Man, too. That was the the last part of the agreement that we heard.
1: No, they're greedy, man. I'm telling you, they're, so yeah, they, so they, they want Spider-Man to face off against <laughs> Carnage and Venom, dude. I'm telling you, that movie's gonna end on a cliffhanger. There's no <laughs> way. There's gonna. I'm, there's. No, we all know. There's gonna. There's no way that's gonna have a victor. Well, that's coming out soon. Right. And I know you're pumped for that. I'm pumped <laughs> for it. I know you're pumped for it.
0: Uh, I'll watch it. Let's say that. I'm going to I'll go in with an open mind. I'm not looking forward to it there were early
1: fan reactions that hit Twitter that were pretty positive. They had a screening. That's true. You know, if I got to believe if I got to believe that kid who's raving about the Batman, you know, no one else has come forward and saying that these uh, Venom screenings have been <laughs> trash, but again, like BVS got a standing ovation by one executives. Remember that one? <laughs> so, yeah, we, I don't know who to believe anymore. I don't either, man. Again, but this is,
0: it's just exciting stuff. Like, I, I brought up the DC stuff that wasn't part of the article, but again, because we're having Multiverse and Marvel, we're having it in DC, and my hope is that they're both done well, that we don't have this backbiting and bickering amongst the fans. That'll it, never I'll, stop. No, no. I know it'll never stop, but my hope is that it's just not much of it like we have a that people just enjoy both of them and they can say that
1: no one's happy just look at justin kowalski's twitter feed (laughs) yeah man i haven't heard justin talk about a thing he's liked in like a month and a half
0: yeah it's been a while and I mean, uh, the latest thing is Batman 89, and I actually oh, commented I on Twitter about it against, tell, um, I responded to his tweet. I've been uh, fighting
1: Justin on Twitter, I've been fighting so. Justin on like real fans for real comic books, <laughs> <laughs> I've been fighting him in text threads, privately, I got him in a thread with me and Nico, like we're just going, <laughs> we're oh. just, we're just going at it.
0: So yeah, we love you Justin, the, the, you know, we love you, just, just, Sometimes. Uh, just recently, mad. I don't know. Uh, there's got to be a little bit more joy. Just enjoy these things. We have all this content. It's it's good stuff. just Be happy about it. Even Supergirl. No, not Supergirl. <laughs> okay,
1: like Negative Nancy over here. <laughs> no, not. Well, are we talking about the show? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I gotta admit, the last episode was rough. <laughs> I was like, man, I feel like Eric right now. I'm not enjoying this. It's okay.
0: You could be. Just be honest with your feelings. It's fine.
1: I, I always am. You don't have to love all of them. So. No, but I gotta say, you you and the Cruisers got me to change my tune on Titans. I'm really digging Titans. Thank you. Which I have to
0: write my review, but you just reminded me because I haven't yet. But <laughs> slacker. But oh, um,
1: yeah uh the last latest episode is very good too i don't know if you've seen it yet but it's very good. i'm a week behind on tv i gotta get caught up I, mean, I gotta i gotta watch both versions of spider-man 3 for wop spidey oh i i've seen both of those actually i i bought i i uh i just bought it on uh, apple itunes because they had the editors cut and i didn't want to wait to for amazon to ship it it's so not that much different uh, I, i'm sure but i've never seen it and i'm very intrigued and you know i don't think that movie is abysmal so no,
0: I don't think there's some parts of it that are very, very eye rolling. But I think I think the problem with that one is the same issue I had with the Amazing Spider-Man two. Is just they yeah, tried to put obvi. too much into it. <laughs> yeah, obvious, exactly. But they just tried to put too much into it. Like I think they should have just been a little bit more reserved. And I agree. I agree. But there's two separate movies in there that could make one. You know, right? You could split up the stories and have two two movies on their own, and I don't think it would hurt the film. So, but you mentioned you did mention Supergirl, so switching to dc now uh there's going to be a new batman show for kids called Batwheels, wheels mm-hmm. and ethan hawk is going to be voicing batman so
1: what do you think about ethan hawk voicing batman i i think that's going to be really interesting um to be honest and it's funny because he might be the biggest name on this attached to the show but this, he's not. the show isn't about him so no. it's interesting to see what his role is going to be because it's it's about the vehicles yeah. and um, I'm just and you know uh, there's an article on comicbook.com about this and they got a picture of all the vehicles you've got Robin's Redbird you got the Batmobile uh, the Batmobile is called Bam. The Re- Robin's Redbird is called Redbird. Uh, Batgirl's motorcycle is called BB. Uh, the, there's a monster truck that looks like the Batmobile Beast from Death Metal. It's called Buff. Uh, the Batwing is called Batwing. And then the Batcomputer is the Batcomputer. So they've got a cool little arsenal there. And uh, this looks kind of like cars to me i was right? gonna, just gonna say that Yes, it has that like style of animation and the, yes and you've got batman you've got duke thomas as robin and i'm assuming this is barbara gordon as backer i can't tell because she's wearing a motorcycle helmet but it, it's an interesting just design of the characters like this looks like a kind of like a bulky frank miller batman and duke thomas was never really officially robin he was a member of we are robin and then he became the signal so it's interesting to see duke don the uh the mantle of boy wonder and uh You know, I I will say I'm kind of a little bummed out. There's not a little bit more Yvonne Craig in this bat cycle than I would have wanted. Um, But I love the Anton first design to the Batmobile. Uh, I love the Redbird back from the Tim Drake series in the nineties. This doesn't look like the Redbird from Batman and Robin. It's a card on a motorcycle and uh, the Batwing's cool. And so is this monster truck. So I'm all for it. Like I will definitely check out a couple of these episodes just for fun. Um, uh, no, I will because I even I've checked out those uh, Lego Kids movies. Yeah. on HBO Max. Like I think that Flash movie is really awesome. By the way, that's a pretty fun tale. So you know, it's cool for background noise. I'm sure Garrett will watch this with his kids. I'm sure, especially his youngest. His yeah. youngest
0: is very young, so this would be good for it's a it said it's made for preschool age kids. So this would be good for him. But yeah, I the Batman the animation of the the drawing of the Batman that's here. He he looks big but kind of fat <laughs> not so much muscular but a little he looks round like a
1: Frank miller batman
0: yeah literally yeah. yeah he does he looks closer than frank miller batman but um again for kids this is perfect animation i really, really like that i love like you said the cars it looks like cars they all have each of the um vehicles have eyes on them just yeah. like they do in cars and
1: just a really really cool concept and i love like, this stuff man this is is this, this is gonna be what? like look who's talking where like the parents don't know the kids can talk to each other like I'm kind of like interested in it oh like, yeah it seems just like a cool concept I, I, I'm just fascinated to find out what they do with it so like, I'm, I'm all for it and uh, you know like I, just give me another reason to buy another Batmobile <laughs> I'm yeah. sure there's gonna be an action figure here I don't know,
0: and it's weird. I don't know any of these other actors who are voicing these. The only one I've heard of is
1: is Ethan Hawke. And do they they, like? Do you if you're if you're a studio, do you cast Ethan Hawke with the hopes that the parents watch the show because they know who he is? Because you know the kids don't. (laughs) Like, is that kind of like the angle? Because otherwise, like, why bring in someone as popular and probably as expensive as Ethan Hawke?
0: I do. I think there's probably something to that. Uh, they know, especially fathers, right? Us, if I had kids or if you had kids or our friends who do have kids, um, they know who Ethan Hawke is. So they might put that two and two together and be like, oh, you know, there's this new show about kids with Ethan Hawke it. I'm going to give it a watch and then they'll watch it with their kids. And I'm sure Hoss's daughter is going to love this. Oh yeah. She loves, she seems to love everything Batman. He, he did a good job. (laughs) He did a good job with her. So, uh. This is going to be fun, though. I, I could honestly see this being good, and I could even see it, if it's successful as a show, being made into a movie, kind of like they did with Paw Patrol recently. Um, yeah. I can definitely see them doing a feature with this, if it does well, because uh, it's really is an awesome concept. And like you said, it's very similar to Cars, and we know that
1: worked. So it'd be really, really cool to see all of that together. Uh, so, yeah. So Bat Wheels, I'm, I'm all in. I, I want to check it out. Yeah, I'll definitely... Goes.
0: I'll definitely give it a watch. I have a new great nephew now that a couple of years will be into part, start watching this stuff. So,
1: And it's like it's like a cool backdoor way to kind of introduce your kids to like Batman 89 because you could be like, well, here's the Batmobile from Batwheels. Like, right. It looks like that design. It's very similar. And I'm going to come back to that topic
0: later because um, we're going to be talking about Batman Day. So I'll come back to what you just said later about introductions to Batman because it's it's been something that actually Bill put up, and I want to talk about it. So we'll go, we'll go there. But You're stealing the EIC's idea, <laughs> hey, it's a it was a good one. That's why I'll, I'll steal the good ones. So there's another article about something else coming out um, related to the Batman. Uh, this was in deadline it 's reported that there 's going to be a spin off series centered around the penguin. Now, Pete, I know you are a big fan of the penguin oh yeah, so and I when this was posted or this was mentioned, you were one of the first people I saw retweeting it, putting it out there, talking about it so i 'll let you run with this one first. What is your
1: What do you feel about this project and what's your anticipation level for it and Uh, whatever else you want to say? I'm really high on this project, especially if Colin Farrell is doing his you know, taking his role back for the show. Uh, You know, I I think it's great. Um, They described it in Deadline as a Scarface-type approach to the show, which is great because you're thinking, like, the rise, you know, what is Scarface? The rise of Tony Montana, so the rise of Oswald Cobblepot throughout the Gotham Underground, probably starting off as, like, a driver or something like that. And, you know, I imagine it's going to be much better than that show I don't speak of um, that was on Fox. So, you know, I I imagine this is going to be more gangster-oriented, really. Uh, I, I just just my my mind's racing with just mafioso type uh tv shows and stuff like that and you know the police dramas that hbo hbo has done so well and that are now on hbo max to watch on reruns uh I'm, i'm i'm ecstatic um you know uh JJ Abrams is, uh got got a show on HBO Max with uh Madam Xanadu possibly. So like they're doing a lot of really cool stuff with a lot of cool characters. And if this is like another spinoff into the movie, like that's that's even better. Like this whole Batman universe that they're building under Matt Reeves's watch is just really interesting to me. Um, you know, that that GCPD Arkham series we once heard about right. a Catwoman TV show. Um right. so I'm all for it. And you know, I made the comparison on Twitter that it seems like Oswald to the Batman is what Peacemaker is to the Suicide Squad, right? Like, Suicide Squad is going to get uh, – peacemakers getting a Suicide Squad spinoff, an eight-episode spinoff in HBO Max. We're going to talk about that in a bit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Warner Brothers just seems really confident in Matt Reeves. And as they were confident in James Gunn, they greenlit that series before the movie came out. Yep. So, Good this point again, a second series by Matt Reeves in this universe, it just reeks of confidence of what they think the Batman is capable of under this man's guidance. So, I'm all for it. Like, I, I can't wait to watch – I don't know, Oswald, do whatever. Like and here's the thing, like if they want Farrell to play a younger version of himself, I think he can do it because he doesn't look like Colin Farrell in any of these trailers or still images. No. I right.
0: didn't
1: recognize him until someone told me that's Colin Farrell. I was like, Oh my God, that's amazing. So the makeup can work. Uh, Colin Colin is a tremendous actor. I, I just I hope he's in it. And uh, I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited. Like, let's, it is weird though. I will say it's, it's a weird approach to say, here's this, this, and this, and it's related to this movie that doesn't come out till next year. It is, it is a weird way to go about it because we haven't seen like, what if we don't like the Batman? we if the Batman tanks. I don't think it will, because I don't think Matt Reeves has directed a bad movie to begin with. So I'm just like, you know, all right, again, I'm going to take this as a vote of confidence and uh, I'm very excited for it. Yeah, I am too. Uh, this was something when I read, I
0: it, it does make me feel good about what the Batman is going to be if they're putting, all again, something else in development out of this universe. So that's a very good sign that obviously they, at least inside the studio, they feel very, very confident about this movie. Mm-hmm. And I like this version of the Penguin. So I really, really would like to see something like this. So for me, it's a home run. But they're very very they were very very um they made it a point to say it's very in very early stages of development uh so this is one of those things where I hope it's not. DC and Warner Brothers doing again like oh this is coming out and then eventually it doesn't I hope this is something that happens they are notorious for that yes yeah, so I hope this is something that does happen and come to fruition because like you said in the trailer for the Batman and when you see Penguin I had no idea it was Colin Farrell the first time I saw it I had someone had to tell me that it was him uh, and if they're going to do an earlier version you're right they, It's he's very he's a very thin guy um You know, in real life, his normal character is a very thin kind of dude. So it would be much it'd be very, very easy to do a younger version. Then obviously, as he gets older, he puts on weight and um, becomes the penguin that we're going to see in the Batman so yeah this is again this is in development HBO Max didn't comment on it obviously yet so they never do right so you're kind of sitting there like well we'll see what's going to go on but you're right it's a very very positive sign that at least what we're going to get in the in the
1: theaters in March is going to be a very strong film I'd rather have them announce these projects than announce they're doing reshoots because when they announce they're doing reshoots <laughs> I get nervous I know reshoots are a normal part of the movie making process <laughs> but when reshoots get announced I feel like it's a negative of thing when they just do reshoots and then you find out later, I feel like it's a little bit of a, better, a smoother road. But um, I rather hear about this than reshoots.
0: I kind of feel like when the reshoots are announced, it's just a journalist trying to be the first to the punch to say, "Oh, this movie has." Reshoots. And I'm not trying to, I know what the, how the field is now and what you have to do to stay relevant. I get all that. But I kind of, I kind of think when we hear those things, it's just them trying to get people to read their stuff and get clicks in. So I, I try not to read too far into it unless you hear they're doing reshoots and you've heard that there's problems in the production. We've never if heard you, that before. <laughs> so if you hear those two things, then you're kind of like, okay, there's something going on here. But again, that's what happened with Rogue One, and I wound up loving Rogue One.
1: It's, uh, Rogue One is an excellent Star Wars movie. I mean, you could either be Rogue so, One or you can be Fan Four Stick, so it's okay. just <laughs> it can go either way, right? So, but yeah,
0: I'm 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 very very positive. I'm very very strong. I'm positive behind this Penguin project. I really really hope uh, we get it because, as you said. Um, he is a very – he's a great character. He's a complex character. And we've only had two versions of him. Well, three if you count Burgess Meredith. So we had three versions of him in live action, right? So that's, Yeah. And
1: that's Burgess a, is probably the most beloved version of him to be honest right. with you. Know?
0: Yeah. So it's been really – thats that was a really, really cool story. I'm very, very – I'm hoping – that this happens.
1: Oh, and don't forget, Matt Reeves is also producing an animated Batman show, so this guy has got his hands deep within Batman lore, so I don't think they would make this announcement if they think this guy's going to d- deliver us a, uh, a shit movie. Let's be yeah. brutally honest. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, uh, the That's just in reaction to that stupid tweet that went around from whatever dumb clickbait website was up uh, <laughs> this, this afternoon. I just... <laughs> I just, I don't feel obligated to give those people any, any uh, airtime, but like... I had to, was like I got to retweet something. I got I got I got my jet boots on la- today. <laughs> Popped Dude. open a Miller Light and was like, "Here we go, boys!" <laughs> what if we not? I mean. It seems like a certain segment
0: of fandom always tries to tell us things aren't going well with something – in something they don't like. <laughs> so uh,
1: – I, I don't necessarily think – I'm drinking a little bit too much beer tonight. Um, <laughs> I don't necessarily think that this website is one of those. I just think they're trying to get a following or you know get some clicks. So that's fine.
0: But moving right along, sticking in DC, there – obviously we know – well, this was um, – told to us about a year ago now, I think. Yeah, probably about a year ago that we were getting a Peacemaker show um, on HBO Max. Then we heard that James Gunn while, was writing it while he was cutting and editing <laughs> The Suicide Squad, which you is crazy.
1: You're in quarantine, bro.
0: Right, like, which is crazy for me to even think that someone could do that. But hey, this guy seems to be a genius when it comes to this stuff. So um, so we got a first peek at it from Entertainment Weekly. There was an article last week, I think that was a she gave us a little first look at the Peacemaker show and it's explained that um <clears throat> it's premiering in January. It centers on Black Ops, sorry. Black Ops um combating something catastrophic that's facing the planet. And it has Peacemaker, Harcourt and Economics to team up with three new characters, Myrn, and Vigilante. Mm -hmm. I'm familiar with Vigilante. Oh, and Etabayo. Those are the three. So, Pete, you're more versed in this stuff than me. Of those characters, do you know anyone but Vigilante? Do you know any of the other guys? Uh, No, I don't. Uh, But
1: Vigilante's pretty cool. He's kind of... Last time I remember Vigilante popping up, it was in like uh, Peter Tomasi's Nightwing run. Um, But he's kind of... I mean, he is what he is. He's a Vigilante. He's kind of... Think of him as kind of like the Red Hood before the Red Hood really took off. Kind of like that. You know, he's kind of putting out his own brand of justice. Um, so, it, and you know, that makes okay. me like, this guy kind of really works well with Peacemaker. Um, I found out in the article though that James Gunn, it made it seem like James Gunn was kind of like, I killed Peacemaker but then I really liked him so that I found a way to bring him <laughs> back and then ed credit scene and made a TV show. And I was yeah. like, that's, that's cool. I was like, because... We all ended up really liking Peace, you know, as much of a douche as he is in the movie. He's a cool character, right? Like, he's the character you love to hate. Yes. So I was like, man, this is, that's an interesting fact. And then Gunn says, like, I make fun of directors all the time for killing guys off and bringing them back. But he's like, well, I did it. So whatever. (laughs) So it's like, you know, he can have a little fun at his own expense. But it's cool because you see the the guy with the beard and the blonde chick from the Suicide Squad who were remote right. Waller's team. Maybe Waller makes a cameo appearance. I don't know. But this seems to be really in tone with what we've seen in the Suicide Squad. So, it, you know, he directed five episodes. He wrote all eight. So, you know, I, I expect it to be very James Gunny. And I'm, I think it may be even a little bit more because this is on HBO Max and not a, a tent pole, You know, it's not a theatrical release. Right. So I think this can be even edgier than what we've seen previously from Gunn.
0: Yeah, if you guys are trying to like Pete just mentioned, if you're trying if you've seen the movie and you're trying to associate who these other characters um are, Economos is the guy like Pete said, the heavy guy with the beard. That's him or Economos, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. And then Harcourt was the blonde girl mm-hmm. who was also in um Amanda yeah, they Waller's were, They were in the headsets, and
1: they were guarding right. the squad.
0: Yeah, so if you're trying to put together who these characters are, there's a good picture of them in the article. So if you guys want to check that out on Entertainment Weekly, go right ahead. And Gunn says, also says in this that um, he's up for doing a second season. Um, so obviously, we haven't got the first one yet. Obviously, it has to do well. But if it does, uh, we could be getting more of Peacemaker, which I actually am shocked I am I want because, <laughs> because I'm not a big fan of John Cena as an actor and this was a perfect role for him. So I don't know if it was Gunn being the director he is getting it out of him or this just being John Cena being the wrestler and like an extra douchey version of the wrestler John Cena that we know. That's...
1: If you scroll all around on Twitter, Gunn at one point says that Peacemaker is essentially Suicide Squad 2, and he would like to come back for Suicide Squad 3. So that's another cool piece of information. Like He considers this series the sequel and not necessarily a spinoff. So I find well, that very hopefully interesting.
0: Hopefully get more Waller in it then. That would be awesome. I would
1: imagine if the team – I would say Waller is got to be in this show in yeah. some capacity because her team is there, right? Right, yeah. Like she sent them down there to see Cena's, uh, Cena's peacemaker's body in the hospital, right. blah, blah, blah. I, it may, I, I imagine she's in here. It may not be a hell of a whole lot, but I imagine she probably makes a cameo.
0: Yeah. So I mean, said- how
1: could you say no to Viola Davis? Come on. I mean, like we need more of her to begin with.
0: Yeah, that's always my thing with her, man. I, I She could be in anything and I would watch it. She's so good in every role I've never seen her in in a bad role so I'm totally looking forward to this show now and I can't wait guys check again Entertainment Weekly check out the article if you haven't read it yet um, everything we just discussed is in there and there's a nice little picture of them sitting at the table as well it's
1: on our Twitter feed the Australia yes. Island Twitter feed and it's in, it's in both Facebook pages as well so so you check it over there scroll and find it it's there all right, so now we're coming to the trailer portion of the show. We've gotten a
0: lot of trailers, yeah, in the past couple weeks, and uh, a couple of them were. Are, well, one of them was something I think we all were anticipating, but we'll get. We'll do that one last. We'll do. I'm talking about the Matrix Four. We'll do that one last. Um, I'm going to start with Aquaman King of Atlantis because this might be the cutest thing <laughs> I've seen in a while. So. uh... Pete,
1: what did you think of that? Apparently, it's a kid show that they're doing. It's a kid show, but it says from the director of Aquaman. Like, has James Wan ever done anything for children? Like, let's just be brutally honest. I feel like the most kid friendly thing he's ever done is is Fast and Furious. Um, it's it, there's a lo- like I watch this and it just it, it doesn't even seem like a kid show. The animation is a little bit funky and it's not like my preferred style but it kind of seems really hilarious like mixture of like teen titans go meets brave yes. and bold like it teeters that line of like humor for adults and children um i'm i'm really interested to check this thing out it's just And I see a lot of people complaining. Oh, this animation's shot. This I don't like. I'm not the target audience. Like, you don't have to be the target audience for everything. That's especially now. Like, we get so much stuff these days where you don't have to be the target audience. You don't have to really watch it. You know, there's more than enough content out there for you to watch whatever you want. Serious stuff there's there's serious stuff out there. You want more family friendly stuff? It's out there. Like, you know, like you could watch HBO Max or the CW. Like, you have options. Um, So I don't see anything wrong with this. I can't wait to check it out. Uh, the voice cast doesn't sound like the cast from the movie. I'm wondering if this is because it says from the director of Aquaman. Is this in the universe of his two movies? I don't know. Like it, it's, <laughs> but I'm curious to find out. I mean, the beginning, the, the first part of it's awesome where he's trying to set the throat and the throne yeah. seahorse and he <laughs> just slides into it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think like I mean I'll probably keep up with this more than Batwheels if we're talking about kids shows. But like, right? Again. The animation doesn't even bother me. No, it. I mean, would I prefer something that looked like Batman the animated series? Yeah, hundred percent. But like this, like as long as the show's entertaining, I I, it's not going to. They're they're clearly going for a different vibe than what we're getting in the film. Um,
0: Obviously, this is going to be a little more humorous, um, just because of the way that, like, he has blue and yellow hair and. Or green and yellow hair, however you want to look at it like he's very there's the, like sea foam. Yeah. <laughs> the characterizations of the the characters that's good job, Eric. Um, is definitely different than what we got on film. So, right like you said, it's from Juan. Uh, it's this seems to me like Juan wanted to do something different and they were like, Okay, do this. And because he gave them a billion dollar film, I guess he has he has kind of the right to do whatever he wants so but i'm i'm interested to see how it plays out Uh, like i said it's a it's a crazy trailer guys if you haven't seen it yet definitely check it out uh but i definitely think this is something that is going to be controversial and everything's um,
1: controversial
0: right and and i'm with you i'm kind of waiting to see how it's going to be is it going to be more for for kids or like is it going to be kind of like Spongebob Squarepants where the joke it's for kids
1: but that's a good call know, they miss the jokes where the, if an adult watching it we get them yeah right. Uh, it says at the end of the trailer it says the animated trilogy so I don't know if it's like a three episode special or what really but it comes out on October 14th Yes, and that's not far away and uh, I mean I I just, I can't believe I'm excited for this just ridiculous Aquaman animated show. I, I, don't think we've gotten a real Aquaman animated show since the one from the '60s. I yeah. know, you know, we got Outrageous and Brave and the Bold, and uh, he appeared in Justice League Unlimited a few times. But uh, this is and this is kind of cool.
0: Yeah, there's that um, Throne of Atlantis movie too. They have made a movie. couple
1: Aquaman movies, yeah. yeah. But like, you know, yeah. I'm just, like, t- I'm just thinking about TV shows. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. You're right.
1: You're right
0: so yeah so guys again check out the trailer it's on YouTube anywhere you want to see that the- Lego
1: Aquaman movie by the way is pretty funny I'm not going to lie <laughs> alright there I you go guys
0: you have another plug for I
1: mentioned the Flash one earlier The Lego, the, the, all those Lego DC movies crack me up even though they're for kids <laughs> uh,
0: we're all big kids anyway so if like Pete said it premieres October 14th guys check that one out uh, we also got a trailer for the animated Injustice movie that is coming out soon uh, this one already, the response to it is controversial as well. Uh, it's again, if you know the games or if you've read the comics that went along with the games, you know, the storyline behind it. And this is an adaptation of that. Once again, it's the evil Superman storyline. Lois gets killed and, you know, um, Joker killed her. And then you have this whole, whole thing that breaks out from there. I love the game. When I first played it, like I loved the game. I loved the story. I thought it was different, but Time has gone on and we've gotten a lot of different interpretations of the evil Superman. So I'm I'm so
1: over bad Superman, man. Right? So I
0: understand people who might be a little um, trepidatious about this one coming out. But again, as someone who loved the games, I'm interested to see how they do a movie.
1: Like this, so what about you, Pete? What do you think? I love the games. I I, I like the game. Here's the thing: I like the games because they're DC superhero fight movies, right? I didn't really care about the story. I think Tom Taylor did a really good job in the Injustice comic. Um, I, I'll check this out. Uh, I'm not big on the character designs. I don't like the Batman design. I think the Joker looks like a weird hunchback version of Ledger. <laughs> um, I like Superman's design in, in the in the, in the movie more than I did in the game. Uh, you know, I just – again, I'm just over this whole bad Superman thing. I feel like it's totally run its course and I feel like they're kind of late in cashing this in. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Between everything that Snyder was doing and then, you know, Superman and Lois, they, they teased it for a little bit. Yep. I'm just, I'm just done, man. Like I just, I want to see him do truth, justice, the American way. I want to see him save cats out of trees. Like, I guess if you want to call me a gatekeeper, I'm a gatekeeper. I'm sorry. But like, that's, that's what I want out of a Superman film. No, anything really. I don't think it's being a
0: gatekeeper to say, give your preference of what you like. It's be, it's a gatekeeping to say that's the only way it should be. And it shouldn't be any other way.
1: Right. Um, But I appreciate it. Like I appreciate the efforts here, but you know, I, I just, I don't know. I didn't like the Batman voice, and everyone knows like <laughs> how critical I can be on Jensen Ackles for his Batman voice, and as well as Commissioner Gordon, who uh, what's his name, McKenzie? He yeah, did Batman in year one. Yep. So I'll check it out. I'm also not a huge fan of Wonder Woman wearing pants. <laughs> like I, kinda, I prefer in her battle skirt. I just do. I just the design aesthetically. It's just kinda All right. That, that might be a little bit much.
0: But hey, again, it's what your preference is. So I don't know. Um and Justin Hartley's doing Batman, right? That's I, I forget who it was. Voice. I think it's Justin Hartley. So um He if you don't know, he's uh, he's the guy one of the cast members on this is us. So Maybe that'll bring more people to watch it. (laughs) I'm all about Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, he's great on that show too. So, but yeah, I'm very i'm I'm interested in it because I'd like I want to see how they're adapting the story from if they're going to make any changes to it or is it is it a direct adaptation? I'm not sure. Anson Mount is Batman. Okay, Anson Mount's Batman. Hartley is Superman. Superman. Okay. All right. So. We'll
1: see, we'll see how it goes, but I mean, the trailer is, it's, it's a huge ensemble, there are a lot of people here. Yes. Like it is a huge ensemble cast and Yes. You know, again, I'll check it out and I'll judge it for myself cuz it could it, it may very well be a, a really entertaining movie. Um I uh, you know, but like I feel like I've, you know, I've played two games, I've read how many volumes of comedy looks on my left here. I got 3 volumes of injustice okay. Okay. on my bookshelf, so you know, uh, you know, I, I don't even think I've read all of it, but um, it's okay. Uh, I'll give it a shot. I know some people love it, so you know, I'm happy that you're getting it.
0: Yeah, like I said, I love, I like the story. Uh, I agree with you though. It might, I, this could have come out a couple years ago, I think, and it would have been probably more.
1: Um, you think it would have came out like? I feel like you kind of would would ride the hype of Injustice too. Like, right. oh, here's the animated movie to the here's the sequel to the game and the animated movie that you should have had like a couple years. ago I don't know. Like, I feel like, like I said, I just feel like they missed the boat. Like, why is all this stuff coming out now?
0: It would have been, and it's going to be if they do do the second one. That'll be a cool story, a, a cooler story as well. Um, I think so. We'll see how that that works out. But who's your favorite character in Injustice two? because that's the latest one wow I actually were playing it not that long ago I think it's cool that they have the um, Leto's Joker in it (laughs) yes they do (laughs) I thought that was cool when I was playing I thought that that part
1: was um, alright he's not one of my favorite Um, characters in the game though no no I always like Green Arrow that's a good call Um, I I lean towards Flash and uh, Harley those are the characters I use a lot yeah, Harley Beetle is a lot of fun though. I love Blue Beetle. I yep. love playing Blue Beetle. It'll be Firestorm. There's a lot of cool, cool characters. Yeah, in and the, you could do the variant or Flash. You can get the you can get Jay Garrick, and uh, yep. with Captain Cold, you can do Mister Freeze. He's got a different skin. And you can get the Ninja Turtles. Like there's a yes, bunch. Yeah, yeah. There, the game was a lot of fun. There's, there's a bunch it of different still is. characters. Yeah, but yeah. Ones, I'll be brutally honest. I don't play the game for the story. So the fact that they're making. A movie, anime movie from that game is interesting to me. Like, it's like, well, I don't know if you're gonna make this one goes out to Ryan Haas If you're gonna make a movie out of video game, I want to see a real Warner uh, Warner Brothers Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> that would be a cool one to redo. I, th- I, I think, think it's time. cool.
0: Yeah, I think it would be cool to redo it. Um, especially since so mo- how the Mario world has grown since then. There's a lot of different ways you can. I'm go. old
1: enough to play Mario. So. I think I could play a good Mario. <laughs> all right you're the first here guys i'm round enough i can i can i'll shave the beard i'll keep the mustache i think i could be mario what about your brother as luigi if we could do that he's not thin enough he's tall enough he's not thin enough
0: Uh, that's we get him on a diet that's it we'll get him on a diet be perfect have you guys mario and luigi love it so okay moving right along uh, I said we'll do Matrix last. So another trailer we got was for Disney Plus and Marvel's next um, series. And this, of course, I'm talking about Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Now, it, start, it starts streaming on uh, um, November 24th, which I believe is the Friday after Thanksgiving. I'm not sure. but Or before. I'm not sure. But it's coming out, obviously, November. The trailer's theme... The tra- they picked the song Andy Williams. It's the most wonderful time of the year to mm-hmm. as the theme for the as the song for the trailer. Uh, I'm gonna say what I said on Twitter about this. I like the character. I'm a big fan of Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner. I like Haley Steinfeld. Um, I think it could be a very good show. I just I don't know what the trailer was trying to get me to watch. Like some of it is very very jokey marvel ha 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 some of it is very very serious um i'm still not sure what is supposed to happen i it didn't give me much um story like marks to the story like say okay i I can't wait to see that how that um happens it was kind of like a series of one shots and they just threw it together and said okay here's the trailer so for me the trailer didn't do much i'm still gonna watch the show again i like Um, I like Jeremy Renner and Hilly Steinfeld a lot, so I'm interested to see their work. But as as far as the trailer goes, of all the stuff Marvel has done, this one is probably my least favorite. And
1: that's it. So, Pete. What did you think? This thing worked for me. Um, I was all about this. I'm watching this and I'm getting vibes with like planes, trains, and automobiles and jingle all the way. And it's just that Christmassy type atmosphere where like dad's trying to do right by the kids, but he can't seem to do it. And he's going to fail. But but in the end, he'll come through. And that's the one thing that the MCU does really well is they pick an angle for certain things like – Winter Soldiers that like espionage film the Spider-Man movies have tried have tried to be that John Hughes type film and this seems to be kind of like like I said Jingle All the Way or Plane Change and Automobiles and I'm just I'm like it just I was like man this sounds this looks a lot of like a lot of fun for me um, I'm really excited the whole like you know maybe passing the torch of, the, uh, of Hawkeye to the the, the new Hawkeye I've, ne- I've never read the book so right. I don't know how this goes and that's probably why I'm so interested because I don't know whereas like something like Injustice I'm like I've played the games I've read the books I know what's going to happen here this is for me this is totally fresh uh, I, and I, you know I love Renner um, he was great in the town uh, I love him in the town you know that's, that's, the, that's like my favorite Renner movie but uh, he's been great as Hawkeye and even with all the tattoos and the weird haircuts they've given them as of late, and the random family, um, I, I'm really interested in seeing what this does and where this goes, and you know just how it plays into the whole holiday motif. I, I, I'm kind of interested, so uh, I think it worked for me.
0: Well, that's good. It's good that we have different takes uh, <laughs> on this. Again, I'm I was always going to watch it because they've just they have that cachet with me that when they do something, I'm at least going to give it a try. So yeah. I would watch it, but. I don't know. Maybe I missed the trailer. I've watched it a few times because I'm like, maybe I missed something, but it just didn't resonate with me. Again, I do agree with you, though. It's got kind of got that holiday movie feel to it. it maybe mm-hmm. even a little bit of Die Hard because of the the content. That yeah, it's in yeah, it, that's you good know, call. Good call. A little bit of that, but. You know, again, I'm gonna give it a watch. I'll definitely give it, um, and maybe we'll get another little teaser before it comes out that clears some things up for me. But uh, I love that the and that's one of my favorite Christmas songs, uh, the Andy Williams. It's the most wonderful yeah. time of the year. So, oh, it's great. Yeah, that part, that part was cool. It definitely let me know. Okay, this is gonna be happening around Christmas time. So, <laughs> if whatever, if that's the goal for that, then that worked for me. So, guys, again, starts November 24th. Check that out, of course, on Disney Plus. Lastly. With the trailers, uh, was the Matrix Four trailer? Now, just what I said about Hawkeye not working for me, this one really worked for me. But I'll let you go first and to say your thoughts on the Matrix Four trailer.
1: I I love anything Keanu Reeves. Like the man is just a, a gift from God. Uh, I'm I'm really into this. I can't wait. It's been a long. Like it just brings back a lot of great memories of like like my junior year of high school, th- those two uh, revolutions and reloaded came out. I forget which order. Cause I always get them confused. but like, it was a big deal, you know, and they came out within months of each other. And, uh, the second one, I can't remember the name of it, <laughs> but the reloaded. second one, reloaded. Reloaded is my favorite because of the action stuff. I know the first one's the better movie, but I do really love Reloaded a lot, uh, and I'm just, I'm excited. I, I am bummed that both Wachowskis did not return. I don't know. I think uh, I forget which one. Uh, I know Lana directed this one. I can't remember. Uh, the other one, uh, the other Wachowski's name at the moment, but uh, I believe he—they uh, have uh, uh, another uh, project they're working on. So it's kind of bummed out that it, you know they're both not together, because uh, I think creatively they're an unstoppable force. But this looks just as good as anything we've seen from them in a long time. Um, just visually, it just lines up. The music was great. I mean, just to see all that green was a pleasure, and then just everything in that like Matrix world, and then them popping in and out of mirrors and carrion moss and i mean yaha i love yaha he's fantastic i've loved him i think the only person who doesn't like him is rick Shue for whatever reason um so like I, i've I've loved yaha i mean aquaman the uh, watchman Candyman. like the guy's on fire right now he's unstoppable so I, i'm excited uh i'm i will be a little bummed out if he's the new morpheus like I, I will miss lawrence fishburne if he doesn't come back i will say that you know like lawrence fishburne was a big part of that if he doesn't come back in some capacity, but, um, cause it's the matrix, anything can happen. I'm just, you know, I, I'm excited. I, I I can't wait. And a matrix movie is, it's something special, man. Like, and a lot of people, I feel like the younger generation doesn't really get that. Like they did a lot of things with special effects that really influenced a lot of directors today. Like they were one of the pioneers of that slow motion shot and you know, it, they did a lot of really just, brilliant things in those first in that first movie alone. So really excited. I can't wait to see it. Um, it's going to be in theaters and on HBO Max, but this is definitely a movie that needs to be seen on the big screen. Right. I'm
0: wondering how much of the new technology they leaned into the film. Um, obviously, the trailer doesn't give us much of that. Uh, we'll have to watch the movie to see it, but you're right. I, I echo everything you said about the trailer. I'm not sure I know exactly what's going on, but I just know that it piqued my interest enough that I definitely want to watch it. Uh, like you said, the moment between him and Trinity uh, was was very very good. It, it brings you in. It brings the old fans of the of the first trilogy in. Uh, it's just Keanu is well, obviously older, but still very very much Neo. Uh, he's still the conflicted guy we saw in the first film. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see how they're going to go back. You mentioned Yaha or y- um I believe it's pronounced Yaya. Yeah, Yaya. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned yeah. Yaha. I didn't. The only thing I don't love him in, ironically enough, is Aquaman. But everything else I've seen him in, I thought Blast he was excellent. excellent. So yeah, this, this trailer did a lot for me because I was one of the people who was like, it'd be cool to see, but I'm not sure we need this movie. And, and then you see the trailer, and you're like, no, I need this. Right, exactly. Now I'm like, yeah, you know what? I really want to see this now. Like, that's something of, I definitely, definitely need to watch. So it's, I don't know. It, it, it was a period in time for me when the first one came out. I, I think I was just graduating college. Um, so yeah, it was very, very much a time in my life when I was in that space where kind of like, all right, I graduated. What do I do now in life? And this movie was just kind of very cool and a good distraction. So I, I, I'm really, really looking forward to this. I can't wait for it to come out. Like you said, it's on in theaters and HBO Max. But I'm definitely going to the movies to see this. Yeah, I, there's no way I'm going to watch this on my TV. Hopefully in IMAX if they have an IMAX, um, because again, there's scenes of them jumping off buildings and stuff. And in IMAX, that probably looks incredible. So I'm hoping that it was shot that way. And I'll definitely, definitely pay the money, extra money to go
1: see that. I get. I guarantee you, I will leave. If I like this movie as much as I think I will, I'll leave the movie theater, come home, and then watch it on HBO Max. It's going to be like one of those. Like, i I got I to gotta watch this again. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. I guess see movie, that happening. The only movie i done that with, and
0: obviously it wasn't streaming or anything, but was was um, The Dark Knight. I saw The Dark Knight during the day, and then I liked it so much I went and watched it that night again at another theater. So if it has that kind of a pull for me, then you're right. I'll come home and I'll watch it again. So
1: all right guys again the matrix 4 is coming out when
0: Hold on, check
1: uh let's see uh, december 22nd december
0: 22nd so christmas it's a christmas release you know christmas releases are always always big time films so this one yeah, hasn't been are. moved <laughs> yeah star wars yep and this one hasn't been moved so there you yeah. go so definitely definitely looking forward to that all right, so we're going to end our last segment today is going to be on what tomorrow is. We are recording this on September 17th, 2021. And tomorrow is September 18th, 2021, and is also known as Batman Day. So as you know, every year since 2014, I believe it is, we've had a Batman Day. Uh, the original one was created to coincide with, um, I think, Comic-Con or some con. I'm not. It wasn't Comic-Con, but it was a different con. Um and it's been going ever, ever since. Obviously, on Batman Day, usually comic store comic book stores have um, deals on comics. Uh, if you go if you search online, you can find a bunch of different things to do on Batman Day. So uh, Pete, tomorrow. Are you going to be buying any new comics? Are you going to be watching movies? Are you going I'll,
1: to? Be- I'll head down to the comic shop. I'll pick up. Uh, I'll pick up some Batman stuff. I'll pick up a couple of back issues or something. I won't. I won't go too crazy, but uh, I'll definitely uh, pick up something on Batman Day to support uh, the old Dark Knight. Um, what movie to watch? Oh, geez, I haven't. All this penguin talk. I might just pop in Batman Returns. I don't know. There you you know? Go. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of them. Uh, so who knows? Uh, maybe watch some Beware the Batman. I haven't watched that in a little bit, but uh, you know, I will. I will definitely do something to coincide with uh, you know my favorite holiday of the year.
0: All right. So I found some interesting numbers about Batman and Bruce Wayne. I'm just gonna ask you a couple questions and see if you can give me the answers. We we'll play a little bit of a game
1: here. Oh, this brings me back to like, oh. what are you? <laughs>
0: This is not what are you? Alright, so do you know Bruce Wayne's
1: net worth? Oh, uh let's say six billion. Close. <laughs> Seven billion dollars. Oh, okay. Was up, was not that far.
0: Batman obviously is a very learned character. He knows a lot of different languages. do You know how many languages he speaks? Eight. Forty. <laughs> Wow. How,
1: how does he know all that?
0: I don't know. I just found out. And here we go. So how many times has Batman defeated Darkseid?
1: Oh wow. Well uh three? Close again. Two. Two times. Does it list you the, the outside of Batman Superman Apocalypse? No, it doesn't
0: say the other or one. It's the only one I the knew. Too, so. Okay. <laughs> that was the other one I knew. So I was like, all right, what's the other one? But as we know, Kevin Conroy has voiced the Batman many times. You know how many, what number of series he's actually voiced the Batman?
1: Oh, that, see, that's tricky because do they count Justice League Unlimited as a new series?
0: Well, I think that, I think you're looking for the number of times actually that he's done it so it could be animated films it could be
1: oh my god video games uh, it could be 15
0: 31 wow yeah. wow wow geez yeah 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 all right the this one is probably very easy for you it's e- i mean it's easy for any batman fan but uh which I'm, you know i are gonna get it wrong which issue number of detective did he first appear in oh 27
1: there you go a very very easy one uh, and how about
0: robin which is the first issue robin appeared in
1: Oh, I know this. God damn it. I hate you. Oh, man. Oh, what is this? I should, I know this. God damn it. I read this not too long ago. I don't remember. It. Just tell me. I can't. It's, it's on tip of my tongue. Number 38. That's Batman 38, right? Detective. Detective 38. Okay. Yeah. And the last... Like, it's about 10 issues after. Yeah.
0: The last question I'll give you is, how many episodes did the 66 TV show run
1: for? Oh, that's tough. Uh, Because season three is pretty big. 60. 120 episodes. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, So that was just a little... I I didn't think it was on that many times. Wow. I didn't either, but I do... That's a lot for three seasons. I do know a couple of the seasons were super long. Season Um, three was really long. Season one, I think, was
0: really short. Yep. So... I don't know. And then back then, shows ran all year long. They didn't didn't have seasons like they do now. So,
1: really? Like, well, you they all, didn't have specific
0: that. seasons. Like now pretty much is September to May, right? Like that's the time.
1: And then if you're a CW show, you get a month off.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so it was just a couple of interesting little questions I wanted to, to – that I found. I'm like, oh, let's see what Pete
1: – Don't let, let Jay getting? leave a listen yeah. to this episode. He's going to take away my back card. <laughs> He's – We'll try and block it from them. So a
0: couple other things to mention about Batman Day. Uh, for us who live in New York, the Empire State Building always glows yellow. They always turn the t- lights on top of the Empire State Building to yellow. So look out for that. Um, usually a number of cities around the world have a, fa- have a bat signal that goes up. I haven't heard about that this year. So it's supposed to be – It's always like
1: New York, LA, and like San Antonio.
0: Almost, it's been Paris, Berlin, Tokyo, New York, LA – I think those are the ones that i saw so that's another little cool thing that's going around um of course what i'm gonna do tomorrow is i have family visiting but i'm gonna try and i'll probably wake up and watch a little bit of the 66 show that's on ifc um they run it every saturday morning so maybe i'll watch a little bit of that in the morning uh and if i have time later in the day maybe i'll throw in one of the films maybe even returns like you said um i haven't watched it in a while so Maybe I'll give that a watch. If you guys listen to this, if you guys want to let us know, this will probably be after tomorrow. So if you guys want to let us know what you did on Batman Day, that'd be cool to hear. So you can obviously tweet us about it or hit us up on the Facebook page. Let us know what you did for Batman Day. And just for future reference, um, Batman Day next year is September 17th. So but today, today's date, but next year, Saturday, September 17th. It's always a Saturday. So there we go.
1: All right. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, man.
0: So I believe that's all we got for them today, Pete. Unless there's anything else you want to throw in here? No, sounds good to me. All right. All right. So let them know what's going on with you, Pete, and all your social media and everything you're appearing, uh, because it's a lot of places.
1: You can follow me on social media at Twitter, Instagram, and Zach Snyder's favorite Vero at Pete Illustrated. You can follow this podcast that you're listening to right now at straight at Straight underscore O underscore G. That's straight out of Gotham on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, make sure you follow our Facebook page. Make sure you join our Facebook group. Uh, check out at Team Yellow Oval on Twitter as we just celebrate the return of the Yellow Oval in Annie Muschietti's Flash movie. Uh, follow podcast number two, the Italian. Spider-Man uh, Coalition podcast that I co-host with Nico Caruso and his father, Nick Caruso. Uh, that is Italians for Spidey on Twitter. Uh, you could find that on the Vigilante 1939 podcast feed. Um, check out my reviews of comic books, uh, animated movies, toys, and all that jazz on Batman on Film proper, batmanonfilm.com. Check out Batman on Film YouTube for my video interviews with legends uh, Tara Strong, Kevin Conroy, Uh, Michael Uslin, James Tucker, Sam Liu, and all those great uh, people over there. So I think that covers everything.
0: I believe it does, man. I believe it does. As for me, as you guys know, you can check me out on Twitter at Finally33, spelled Finale33, also the same on Instagram. As Pete mentioned, hit up the show on Facebook, both our group and our page. If you want to be in the group, just click on the um, button to be invited, and we will check you out and see if you qualify which probably means you do, so it's okay. Um, You guys can also check out my reviews of DC's Titans on BatmanOnFilm.com. We are up to episode... I keep forgetting. I think it's seven or eight. Six or seven. I don't know. Um, But all of them are there, and the new one will be up probably tomorrow. I apologize for slacking on that, but it'll probably be up tomorrow. Um, So check that out there. And I think
1: that's it. I think yeah, that's all I have to say. I think that's it too. Right?
0: All right, guys. So again, um, and hope you all enjoy Batman Day because everyone who listens to us, we know loves Batman. So enjoy your Batman Day. Watch shows. Bake Batman cookies. Do a bunch of fun stuff. Just enjoy Batman and, and the character that has meant so much to all of our lives. So for Pete Vera, I'm Eric Holzman. You are listening to Straight of Gotham. And we'll see you next time. Booyah!